Hi, it's Adrian here. I want to share with you something really exciting. I've just recorded a series for the AIA Austin, Texas, their homes tour, which comes up at the end of October. Now, this is a tour where you can register and go and visit these amazing homes. I've recorded each of the architects and they've told us about the journey through the home. And in it, there is just so many wonderful little nuances that they share with you. I encourage you to listen. I encourage you to go on the tour. And thanks for being a listener on Talk Design. My guest on Talk Design today in the special series that we've created for the American Institute of Architecture, Austin, for their homes tour, is the executive director of the American Institute of Architects, Austin. Ingrid Spencer, and Ingrid and I go back a long way, many years of catching up at Homes Tours, and she's been really instrumental in making this thing such a huge success right through the COVID years and bringing the Homes of Austin to people, which is an incredible feat to think that you let literally thousands of people or you get thousands of people to walk through somebody's, you know, special home. Ingrid, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. Yeah, it's great to see you again. You're absolutely right. It's crazy. The homeowners are so generous that they let 5,000 people come through their private sanctuaries, look in their closets. It's incredible, right? Know. Yeah, it's amazing. But, you know, we've been doing this tour for 37 years. Wow. I- I've been here nine of those 37, so I already inherited a great tour, and Austin is a really special place where residential architecture is a significant part of um, what the architects do here. It's just... it really is, eh? Like it's um got some beautiful homes in Austin, world class architecture. You know, saying that that long, um, when I was talking to Gary Furman and Philip Kyle and Troy Miller about the place that they did, which is um Foothills Terrace House, they were saying that this house was on the tour. Uh, I think it was twenty two years ago or twenty five years ago. Yeah. I- Two decades ago, they uh-huh. designed it. It was on the tour. And so people get to see how do you renovate a house from that long ago? How do you bring it up to the technology standards of today, but keep some of that flow and beauty, you know, that and that house is cool because it's kind of based on a mid-century modern house that was there before. So the legacy carries on. I thought that was one of the brilliant things as well. You know, the fact that they designed it right back then and then it's they've got people going through it again, like now, and you go with it being, uh, and it had that legacy part at the start that it was the people who originally had the house designed for them wanted it to stay within keeping of what they'd lived in on the site already. 
and then yeah. to as you say bring it up to speed and it's really interesting up that in the chat that I had with them about the fact that you know this is what the house is still performing we're still performing really well what it was mm. is is how could you just bring it up to what we have it as an expectation and how far it shifted in 20 years mm. Completely. I mean, can you imagine the technology that's changed? You got to redo the circuits and the system. They did some amazing renovations like the cabinetry. Henry built did the cabinets and they are gorgeous. But, you know, things like that, that you want to change and update and just bring into the modern day. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's one of my favorite houses on the tour. (laughs) No favorites. Yeah, it was a very easy house to fall in love with in the sense of just the ease that it has. So tell me, so in all those years, how many times, because we did have a little bit of a joke about myself and the guys that, so within 20 years, they have done it again for the same house. Will they Will they get it there for another 20 years? <laughs> um, but how, yeah, really. How often? I mean, that's- that's sustainable, right? You want a house to last. A hundred percent. Somebody said to a friend of mine, an architect in London, said to me once, you do realize, Adrian, the most the most sustainable home is the one that's already built. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I might use that line. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So it's great to see a house that has lasted, stood the test of time, and is just being updated and yeah. It's still still worthy. Still more than worthy. Yeah, more than worthy. With the tour, can you give a little bit of background on how you select the houses? Like how does this happen? Like what, what happens that the criteria, because there's such a mix of homes. Um, yeah, it's a really unique process that I think our chapter has kind of found this golden process oh don't tell it if it's a proprietary information (laughs) no we're happy to share but you know it's interesting and we do get a little bit of pushback because the committee is a committee of like 35 40 people and they do not have to be aia members they don't even have to be architects so people on our committee are just some of them are just people that love design like I know for a fact, if you lived in Austin, you would be on that committee. I'd love it. <laughs> I, I think could you fly would. in for that. Oh, my mm. gosh. Well, it and... meets every month for pretty much the whole year. All right. It's <laughs> a good like excuse. It'd be a good excuse to be there once a month at least. Yeah. Um, so it's a great mix. The committee is a great mix of architects, AIA members, contractors, real estate people, you know, people just from the community. Mm. And there are also homeowners of past homes to her houses on the committee. Oh, wow. Which to me is the best thing because it's like you actually let 5,000 people in your home and you enjoyed the process so much that you want to be on the committee. Like, (laughs) how great is that? Well, that, that's a testament to you guys at the um, AIA Austin, that, that yeah. because it shows that the integrity that you run it with and the precision that you run it with, you know, 5,000 yeah. people coming over to your house over the, you know, over two days is a pretty incredible feat. 
And yes. I mean, I've been on the tour many times, and mm. I must say that even even you think of parking for five thousand people. Oh, that's scary! No, I, we can't. Talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's got to be a better way. Like, I can't wait for the day when teleport the cars people drive themselves or yeah, we yeah. teleport. <laughs> but in saying that, I don't think I've even never had a parking nightmare. And I oh, never yeah, come yeah. to the tour and not see every home. Oh, that's great. Because sometimes, always... you know, there have been a couple of years where there had been like 15 houses on the tour, which yeah. is too many, too many, not doing that again. Yeah, and then you'll stick one way out in San Marcos or something. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I got to get there. I got to see them all. <laughs> yeah. But I really think nine houses is like the perfect amount. Yeah. Because right. you can do five one day and four the next day. Mm-hmm. But but to answer your question about how they're chosen, the committee, we put out an open call for submissions. There has to be an AIA member and a licensed architect as a principal of the firm who designed the house. And, you know, we've got anywhere from 14 to 30 submissions every year. And then we go, we get, we uh, rent vans and we go visit all of the houses. You've got this great big committee also going through all the houses. So they've got to prep their house twice. It, oh, more than twice because photography. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So they really, it's a, it's a big commitment for the homeowners and for the architects. So we go and we spend a weekend looking at all the houses And we have four panelists who come with us. And those people are architects who have had a house on the tour previously. And we use them as our kind of moral compass. You know, it's like, here's this committee with all these people with different opinions and ideas. But let's put four licensed architects on this panel who can really talk about the architectural significance of the houses that we saw and they're very candid about it you know and it'd be a tough gig for them because they're they're critiquing another firm's work yeah yeah they're critiquing one of their peers Um, you got to keep it civil (laughs) Mm. Mm. but yeah it's true and if someone had worked on one of the houses during that critique, they have to leave the room. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, so a, a contractor or somebody like that. It's, right. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. So we do that, and then the committee votes. And it's just it's just a vote. We give everyone, you know, a number from one to five, and you vote. And usually it comes out like nine houses, and then there's a huge jump. Right. And then the rest of the houses. It's just funny how that works. Of course, the houses have to be substantially complete by that uh-huh, time. Of course. April. Yeah. So imagine it's April and the tour is not till October. So there's a big gap and there's always this hustle like, come on, my house will be ready in September. And it's like, nope. I imagine the guys from Moon Tower this year had that oh my gosh (laughs) so the moon tower house is one of the most unique 
spaces, places we've ever had on this tour. I mean, it's small. It's a thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. And all of the material, well, not all, but most of the materials are plant-based. I mean, it's made of cork. I know. I know. It's unbelievable. It's it's a laboratory for building technology that has not been, you know, it's it, this is not a common thing. So we went and saw that house and it was not substantially complete. If it was a different house, we would have been like, forget it, no way. But this house was too special. It's too special. So we said, can you get it together in like a few weeks for photography? And they said, yes, we can. And they did it. How did they do it? I don't know how they did it, but I think it became instead of like Frank or, you know, or Greg working on it, he got like five people to come and work on it. So Uh, that house cross cabin, as you say, like I I saw the first photographs of it, not from Casey Woods, from them. And I'm like, seriously, this is on the tour. They're going to walk people to this (laughs) because It wasn't finished. <laughs> Not finished. It was like it was like it had lock up and it was just waiting for the interiors to get started. I know. But did you see Casey Woods? Oh, Ma, I fell in love with it. As well they're as the guys. So like that's so beautiful. Good, but just so beautiful. They're gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she outdid herself on that house, but I'm just, you know, it's always like <laughs> Oh, I can I, imagine. I can imagine. Up. Oh yeah, they wanted it to be on the tour. They really wanted to make it happen. So they have. I think it's a wonderful statement to alternative building. And I say alternative. It's uh, plant-based materials have been used in building for millions of years. (laughs) But it's a it's a great construction method and it just offers something that is beyond just going through a beautiful home. It offers another vision and view beyond that which I think is really fabulous one of the things that they talked to me about was how the house uses your senses and I'm like "Mm -hmm, what do you mean they were like well it smells it's got this beautiful wood smell but then also they were saying that if the wind's coming from the right direction as you walk up to the house you will smell the cork that wraps the house and that's got like almost a sweet bourbon smell which it's like, how fabulous. Like right. a, a scratch and sniff t-shirt. It's a scratch and sniff house. I said, surely you're not going to you know, expect people to be all lined up. They said, they'll be all lined up sniffing the outside of the house. <laughs> well, they even mentioned that it tastes good. So if I want yeah, people right. to be licking the walls. <laughs> but I wouldn't put it past them. That's a different tour. Oh, <laughs> dear me. Great. But yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And so, I mean, this tour is really interesting because it has such a range of different things. I mean, you mentioned, you know, the Furman Kyle. Yeah. We do, which that's 7,000 square feet. Yeah. Gorgeous house renovation. Absolutely incredible. And the cross cabin is 1,000 square feet. Then we've got Nicole Blair's. The Perch. 
660 square feet tiny little and thing. it moves and it moves not not from location to another location but the house is like the way it's suspended up in the air yeah she's like oh yeah no it moves when you walk in it like i'm like really how cool is that oh interesting it's kind of a little engineering feat you know up there and all that metal work that drop house did it's it's beautiful. And we're just, we have to figure out how to get people in and out. Uh, that's a house on the tour that, again, like you say, six, 660 square feet. There'll be a fair bit of single file in that house. And I was saying to Nicole. In and outs. <laughs> yeah. But it's up and down the same staircase. Yeah. Nobody jumps. Um, Ups and downs. Yeah. But a beautiful staircase as well. And then beautiful. every space has another point of engagement through the whole home, which is so t- typical of Nicole and her design style to do something that you would never expect. Like, I never think expect. That's, that's what people are going to find on this tour. It's like these unexpected more than moments. I don't know if you talked with Elizabeth and Tim Frankie. No, I haven't been able to get them, unfortunately. Uh, Tell me about their house. Well, they're interesting because they're a pair. She's an architect and he's a landscape architect. So the house is, it's actually around the corner from my house. which Oh, it's in your neighborhood. Yeah, it's like three blocks away. Not exactly around the corner, but it's on a ravine on a little waterway that runs through my neighborhood completely hidden from view and you go down Kinney Avenue which is like a you know residential street and the house is set back from the street it's like a paradise that you would never know was there it's on the ravine it's like you step into this other world of nature and it's just really cool and it's got all these fun moments, like in the closet, they have a, it's like a little bed. Yeah, right. Because I forget the story. I think part of it is that they take care of their grandchild and their grandchild likes to nap. Right. And there's doors that you open. Yeah. And so the owner can be in the kitchen and see the child sleeping or be in the bedroom and see the child sleeping. And it's really it. cool. I love it. Yeah, that's it's like moments of real life. Yeah. That, I was about to say that's, that's a custom home engaging its owners mm-hmm. in its journey. And whilst it's not for every home, because it's not for every person, that is something that is for them in this home. And it, 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 often people, you know, well, I do it as well. I'm going to say so often I walk into houses and I go I wouldn't want to live in this one um and it's not because I don't like the house it's just because it's not how I would want to live um versus you often walk into some homes or I do and I go oh everything starts to feel right or everything feels right for me (laughs) Excuse me. And that's my pitch for why you need to hire an architect because <laughs> they design around your life and like what 
you know, what you need to, to thrive. So little moments like that, that you can think, oh, actually my husband snores a lot and I would love to like get out of bed and go into the closet bed and <laughs> shut the door. <laughs> but you know, that's the beauty of the tour is that these little inspired things can, you know, trigger something that something yeah. pleasant can yeah. bring to your own. Little design. touch points, eh? Little yeah. touch points. Yeah, um, but that's a really great house. And there's also an ADU you know, next to it that's, we didn't really list it, but it, it will be part of the tour as well. Cool. So. Um, what about some of the other houses that you yes. you've got little snippets on? Oh yeah, so I don't know if you spoke with Sarah Bullock McIntyre. Oh yes, <laughs> very much so. What a fabulous home and what a fabulous woman. That's a really cool house in a really nice little residential neighborhood. And so Sarah was friends with the homeowner from long ago. I think they went to college together mm-hmm. or something. And and they had gone off to California and were coming back to Austin, but kind of had this love of that California interior, exterior lifestyle and wanted to engage with the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And so they wanted this big porch. Out on the front. front. <laughs> yeah. They can just hang out out there and like watch the world go by and talk and- to their neighbors. I know it it, it brought up a conversation that when we were having it um talking about the house brought up a conversation about how there's certain streets in Austin where you don't put a fence up you 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 position yourself to be able to engage your neighborhood because people walk and they come in with glasses of wine and they it's community and it's really place making but on a grander scale and how much this mattered to the owners of the house. And I think it was just such a lovely story. Yeah. Around how that um, comes together because it, yeah. And and so passionate about design, A, the car, B, the house. Oh, the car is cool. (laughs) Wait, what's the name of the car? It's a little Fiat. Uh, yeah, a little Fiat Bambino. Blue oh, it's baby. A, yeah, that's Blue. it. <laughs> Blue baby. Yeah, that's it's it. Really cute. Yeah, um, and I think the house itself, it's modest. You know, it's not yeah. extravagant. It's just you feel good in there. You know how there's some houses yeah. you walk in and the light is right and the just feels like I could live here. And yeah. that's one of those houses. I think I think there's houses that feel often feel homely and automatically wrap around you. And there's other houses that are almost gallery-like, which is absolutely beautiful. You know, that they're, they're full of long vistas and they're full of great displays of art. And mm-hmm. depending on how you live your life, yeah, depends on how you would be. But you take a house like the one that uh, Sarah did. And you go, this is like a very much a family home where yes. a, a lot of these things are going on. And and taking us from there is Descendant House. And yeah. I go, that was a really incredible house from MF Architecture, you know, like 
again, like this whole multi-generational community family in this right. and the gardens and the gardens and, and being able and to, the food sourcing. 4,300 square feet, but it feels much bigger for some reason, I think because there's so many levels and to, yeah. I, I I would say that house would be a great hide and seek house, <laughs> you know, and they have bees outside yeah. and the garden is incredible. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. And, 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 and so purposely designed around a multi-generational grandparents to right. children, you know, like children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone has their place and then they have places where they can be together. Yeah cook and gather i love that and that's a smart concept for these days i think so i think like even when those people move on from that house or if one of them inherits it you know it will always have this flexibility that Mm -hmm. doesn't always exist in every home like you couldn't do that in my home i couldn't do that in my home i'd have to leave (laughs) (laughs) couldn't do that in my home it's too small (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's interesting we were talking about houses and how they how they suit the the people that live within or and you know I'm from California and I grew up in Sunnyvale where there were lots of Eichler houses my friends lived in Eichler houses yes I know Eichler houses I love I love those houses but it's a very different aesthetic they're they're all focused. There's no connection really with the street. It's all about the family and there's an atrium and then the backyard. Not so when I was walking through the Sarah Bullock McIntyre house thinking, this is not an Eichler. This is this is definitely not. <laughs> right. And descendant house is more about the family. It's, you know, set back on a hill. Yeah, more about the family. It's really cool. And then speaking of houses that are set away from a street, the Falling Leaves house. Did you talk to Bercy Chen at all, Adrian? No, I haven't. I'm so disappointed they couldn't make it either. Um, Oh, too bad. You could put the pressure on them for me. I'll still talk to them. Yeah, for sure. I think you'd like Tama. He's from Belgium and... He's an interesting guy um, and an interesting designer. That house is so unique because it really is in nature. It's like cantilevered and falling leaves is kind of the theme. So it's got these like leaves that are designed and they talk about it as having all the elements because it's got this big fire pit yeah. and this pool. And yeah, then- how beautiful. The trees I, and nature and animals. <laughs> yeah, how cool. I did see photographs of it. But yeah, and, and went, wow, what an amazing house. I would love to get the architect's story and the client brief so that we could tell that story. That's you know, part of the idea is, is how do we tell the story of the client, the land, the client, and the architect? And then how does that come together? and make something so meaningful. That's yeah, so, it's yeah. so cool. And mm. the house we didn't talk about was Kyle McCollum, McCollum Studio. Oh, wow. Yes. It's another beautiful house. So Schoberg Homes, 
mm-hmm. such a great contractor. They did the the they were the general contractor. It's beautiful lighting in that house. Yes. Um, earthy tones you know it's very kind of a calming place I could live there too it's very open it's different than Murray Legg's house or Sarah Bullock McIntyre which are more you know there's a different kind of flow yes and the different materiality different materiality yeah yeah yeah. This one's more just open and clean spaces. Beautiful. Yeah, a really, really beautiful home, like really fabulous mm-hmm. home. It was one of the conversations we had around it because it's below the road, feeling that the way you could feel observed and not feel observed in the home, how you created privacy at the same time, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, just yeah, fabulous design and thought that goes into the design to make it into what it is. And a beautiful, a, a stunning home, like a really stunning home. One of the others that really caught my attention, I mean, they all do, but was Murray Legs home. And I spoke to Murray and Lincoln and on Buckeye Trail. And this home is nestled in amongst, you know, a bunch of, mansions in the area and it's very modest and it's a renovation and it's very family oriented and has so many lovely um, past cues because it's a renovation past cues uh, that are held within it and creates lots of moments of intimacy oh yeah it's like the way that the old and the new come together around this oasis with the pool It's lovely, but from the street, you don't, you can't tell, you know, that there's this kind of inner sanctuary happening. Yeah, it's they were, yeah, it, for the street, it's very modest. Yeah, which I think will be a great opportunity for people to see how, again, like you could be in the street with all these great big homes, and then you've got this modest home that delivers a whole lot of, I suppose, traditional values from when it was originally built you know, like entering through the carport area and stuff like that, the way that you enter into the home. I think that that's really cool. Like, and then there's that clever little seating nook somewhere near the kitchen with the skylighted, well, it's not a skylight, but it's a highlighted window. Just these intimate moments in the house, a house full of amazing intimate moments, but then engages this whole backyard Mm -hmm. down over the pool, et cetera, like you say. And Yeah. yeah, again, Find all I'd of love it. to. I'd love to cook and and eat in that kitchen. Yeah, that's, right. That's one thing we don't offer for homes to our attendees. Unfortunately, you cannot cook yourself something in their kitchen. <laughs> Maybe that's something for us. Maybe for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I remember a house from the tour years ago where it was the first time I'd ever been and seen somebody's home that had this whole outdoor smoking pit and, you know, from doing slow cooked meats and stuff. And Mm -hmm. this, I can't remember how many years ago it was. And I'm like, I I mean, we've seen great barbecue areas and outdoor kitchen areas before, but this was so purposeful. And the way it was located in the home 
was so that you could be checking its temperature constantly. It was within mm. a really nice, it wasn't like in your face in any way, but it kept you really connected whilst you had to be watching what was going on. And again, it stands to great architecture and great thought and customization. Um, well, it stuck with you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I think there will be a lot of moments in these houses that will stick with people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you're a hundred percent right. There's there's something in the tour definitely for everyone. And for the people who want to, and I kind of go the people, I think there's the public that love design and want to understand what design can do for them possibly, or they're just observing, they're just loving to have a look at great, beautifully executed design. And then, of course, there's all the architects and designers who go along, and this is what got me on the first tour, was going along to go, hey, this is such an opportunity to learn from people who have done amazing work and and meet them as well. I, I mean, it's um, R&D, rip off and duplicate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I have this thing with that where it's like you get inspired, but what what you see sometimes is the most beautiful execution of something. That's right. And you, this is your rip off and duplicate. You look at this beautiful execution and you go, you know, that solves a problem that I'm going to have in my own design work. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that and then also talk to the architect or talk to the, cons- you know, the constructor, yeah. the, the general contractor that was us- usually be there and ask why and tell them why you're doing it as well. You know, you've got the same kind of thing. I've never not had them offer me wonderful advice or yeah you know not not take it take me seriously when I ask those things and you know like I mean I'm in Australia our construction methods are very different um, or not very different they're still but they are different different compliance and stuff but you see just wonderful things that you go hey this from a design point of view this is a problem solver for me this is something that really can help me I feel like that's something about the Austin Homes tour that may be special. I don't know, because it's all I know. But the architects are very collegial. Yeah. They share things with each other. There's not a huge competitive, like, no, you know, it's very. They're not hiding this um, stuff from willing. each other. Yeah, they're yeah. very willing to help each other solve problems. And I think that's part of the kind of the joy of the chores that everybody's willing. I think that probably speaks to you also of being, you know, the executive director. (laughs) It's the culture that you've allowed, you've, you've let permeate that, you know, nine years you say you've been doing this. It's the culture that you have allowed to grow and pull together so that Uh, the architects, (laughs) well, whether you just, kept going with it but it certainly exists there um yeah it really does you know i've met architects on the tour who don't have a house on the tour i've just got talking to people and i stay in contact with them now and when i go on the tour 
often I, I mean there's only two days of tour I'm often in town for about a week I'm usually at lunch with some architect somewhere and not all yeah. of them have had houses on the tour they're just yeah. people I've met through the tour and you know been in the same room and they're discussing a detail and ended up chatting with them about it and so on it's that part of it and then also for the people who uh, the public to engage with the architects and Mm -hmm. the uh, contractors and engage with you know ask the questions I think yeah it's a rare it's a rare opportunity it is yeah take advantage of it what else was I going to say about that no it's gone I think (laughs) I think that there's and and for people there's other people that go on the tour who are searching for an architect because they have an up-and-coming project and they want Mm -hmm. to get a feel and if they go through a house and the house isn't necessarily what they feel is right for them don't at that point not go and talk to the architect go and talk to the architect and see if the architect feels right to them Mm, that's very true yeah because these are custom homes there's a brief there's a brief that goes to every one of these homes Mm -hmm. and each architect has more than one home in their portfolio um Mm -hmm. you know they might have 50 homes in their more 100 homes in their portfolio and this is one that a client has asked for some very specific things Mm-hmm. and they've responded to that brief and they've responded to the site and and the surrounds the environment and the rules and regulations and in those responses this is the outcome yeah and it's whether they, that person can respond that architect can respond to you as the person who's looking for something can you have the rapport that creates the magic that they can create the magic it, for you? It's that magic. I mean, when I think about all of the complicated things that an architect has to go through to put a house together, yeah, it's just mind-boggling that they are such calm and happy people <laughs> because it's... it's so much. And then... They do that and they create magic on top of that. Like there's always got to be these moments, these details. It's, I, I think it's, yeah, they're just incredible people. So I think I so. Is, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I totally agree. And I go, if you're looking for an architect, go looking for the right person who does the right kind of design for you but do if you're in the home and you do not like not necessarily like it but it's not the home for you the architect mm. still might be the, the, the architect for you don't miss the yeah. opportunity I to mean, talk to them look for the details because yeah. a lot of it is those special details or when you walk down a hall and you think this feels good wonder why does it feel good is it because the ceiling is high or the light, the light is hitting. Yeah. Yeah. Or you feel protected things. on one side or you get a great sense of yeah. orientation of where you are in the home. Or you um, see water all the way yeah. from the front door to the back. Or, you know, these like moments that yeah. it's just make a place. Yeah. A place you can live. Yeah. 100%. Ingrid, it is always such a pleasure to catch up with you. A pleasure and- to catch up. 
with you. Are you coming on the tour? Are you coming? Oh, my plan is to be there. We'll see if I make it. I've got a, I've got another thing that's happening in New York a month before, and I'm, I've got to toss up between which one I go to. Just stay for the whole time. I did that already this year. I stayed for a whole month out of the country, and it wasn't good for business, but it was great for me. Um, I bet. It's a long time to be away from your practice. And Adrian, do you know about the webinars? So we have a webinar, a virtual webinar for every house. And those are coming up um, in September. So if people buy homes tour tickets, they have access to these webinars. I think that's a, a really good point is because those webinars are going to give, again, especially looking at the different categories of people who come, if you're looking for an architect, go to every every webinar. And right, you'll see. learn a lot, not yeah. only about these houses, but you'll learn about their firms and their kind of design philosophies. And yeah, get- yeah. And, and yeah, like there's a, a whole lot going on there that's so valuable. So with that, yeah, definitely. And if you're an architect or an interior designer and stuff and you want to know some more tricks to the trade and the secrets, again, the webinars are a really fabulous place for it. And if you're in the public and you just really love design, again, these are the people that have created these homes and they're going to be talking through the stories. That's right. And even everyone in Australia can come to the webinars. They might have to get up in the middle of the night. I don't know. but (laughs) Uh, If it's after two in the afternoon. Well, these are at 11.30 and 12.45 p.m. Central Time. That means, yeah, that's probably about 3 a.m. Oh, boy. Depending on where you are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'll go to them. Australia is so as big as America, so you know you go coast to coast. So it's, but the webinars, yeah, absolutely, a really good point. Don't miss out on going to the webinars. Buy your tickets, and yeah. and get those because again, you make connections with these amazing people. Mm. Thank you, Adrian. Do you, you have a link to our the ticket page? We have to I sure certainly have- do. We'll make sure that's posted as well, and I will be releasing these all very soon. Great. Well, I look forward to seeing you. I hope you come. Yeah, likewise. Even if I don't make it for any reason, I will be back in Austin in March and I will make sure that we have stew lunch. Great. Absolutely. Let's yes. do that. That would be really fabulous. That'd be really that fun. Be cool. cool. Thanks, Ingrid. Have a wonderful Thanks, day. You Cheers, too. Honey. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, that was exciting to bring the AIA Homes Tour to you. It is such an amazing event. If you've never been and you've listened to the podcast, make a trip to Austin. It's something special. If you have been and this has helped you understand the homes and get an idea of the brief and how the architect and even how Casey has approached the home, I hope that it's been a great journey. And please leave me a comment, subscribe to the podcast and enjoy the creative content. Take care. Thanks from me.